This is Breaking Bread with Brilliant Babes. I'm your host, Tatiana Jimenez. We're recording today in my tiny apartment in San Francisco, and my guest, Katrina Cameron, is joining us remotely from Woodenville, Washington. Hi! Hi, Katrina. Thanks so much for being on the show. Katrina is a relationship marketer whose work focuses on bringing new parents and local businesses and events together. For any first-time listeners out there, our purpose is to shed some light on everyday people doing brilliant things. I invite them into my home, cook a meal, and then we eat together and chat about their careers and how they got where they are today. Today, I, by myself, (laughs) am enjoying vegan pozole. I wish I could send you some via FedEx, Katrina. I wish I could have it nice and warm to eat now because it's cold here. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Well, Katrina, can you start by telling us a little about what you're doing currently and your career history up until this point? Yeah. So right now, I actually do two things. And one of them is a program manager for the new mom school, which is a business based in Orange County that um, helps new moms transition into kind of where they are with their newborn babies. So moms take classes as early as three, when their babies are three to five weeks old. And it's kind of, it's a really tough time for them. So they get to take classes about, you know, dealing with this new thing in their life and how, and, and making relationships, and there's an educational aspect, and it's really wonderful, and I mm-hmm. took the class when my daughter was two and a half weeks old, Oh wow. that was that was four years ago, so, mm-hmm. and then the other thing I'm doing is, when I moved to Washington, I, from Southern California, I, uh, I was trying to figure out what to do with my daughter, where's all the family-friendly stuff, and I knew of this company called Macaroni Kid, and they have about 550 publications across the U.S. And uh, they're all very hyper-local focused. And so I looked for one in my area, and no one was publishing it. And so I basically took it over, and I thought, if I'm moving to the Seattle area looking for things to do with my daughter, then other people are too. And I think, as you know, Seattle is Silicon Valley Mm 2.0. So everyone's moving here. And so I thought that that I should kind of do this whole thing yeah, as a resource for everyone. That's great. So when you say that they have publications, are they like microsites or are these like print publications? It's microsites. Okay. Yeah, they're local moms living within these cities. um, And I cover actually seven cities on the east side of Seattle. So you were involved with uh, the new mom school in Orange County when you lived there. And then you discovered macaroni kid did you study marketing in school did you know that that's kind of what you wanted to do not I did not study marketing at all (laughs) I studied I double majored in women's studies and anthropology but there you know if I was probably a little kind of in tune to what I loved I probably Mm -hmm. would have studied marketing in college but but I guess that there's a part of me that is a huge is just huge in the human kind of aspect of everything, just how people think, why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I went into women's studies and anthropology. Mm-hmm. And, also, and so if I took that a step further, I would have uh-huh. done marketing, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe I would have um, got my MBA, mm-hmm. which I didn't do. Yeah. 
That's totally okay. But it kind of makes sense. There's like these like connections between obviously like you're a mom, you're interested in moms and how they like come together and create community. So that's totally like you're like you kind of like laid the groundwork. <laughs> yeah. In school. It's, it's kind of crazy the way you just sort of um, things that you do. And if you're open to possibilities, you know, just what the next step and what your life can become. Mm-hmm. And so I never thought that I would honestly like end up quitting my job and like be focused on moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but kind of just what it led. Uh-huh. That's great. So do you work? So it sounds like you were probably like maybe working from home when you moved to Seattle are you still working from home now or do you guys have an office there? So, yes. <laughs> well, actually, now that my daughter, do- I work from home. Mm-hmm. But now that my daughter is in school and <clears throat> we originally lived in Bellevue and now we live in Woodenville and that's about a 15, 20 minute drive. And so there was a preschool that opened up literally two blocks from where we used to live. And it was something I had to get her into. And so I commute every day. And so she's in school from 8.30 to 3.30. So I just stay in Bellevue um, just to maximize my time. Mm-hmm. And so I recently got a part-time uh, co-working uh, floating desk at the Riveter. Cool. Which is a woman-led co-working space. That's awesome. I really love that there are more and more of those popping up like around the country, just like different, you know, different cut versions, but yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. And it like the work that you're doing with, um, like the moms in your community, it's bringing, you know, other just, I don't know, working women, I guess, together. Yeah. It's really fun to see. I mean, because I work with a lot of small businesses through Macaroni Kid. I work with a lot of small businesses and they're all owned by women who have kids and we're trying to figure out how exactly am I going to merge mom life with work life. Mm -hmm. And so they created businesses. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really, I realized that a lot of my friends now, they're all small business owners Mm -hmm. because it's it's a lonely island to be a small business owner. Yeah. Yeah. You do everything on your own. So it's been really fun to connect and see how we can all work together and, I guess, make make everything easier for each other. And, and what is that word? Um, I'm just thinking of it takes a village, but... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it, it That's not a word, village, but... <laughs> but... Yeah, it was like, what is that? And it's like, it's not even, it's not teamwork, but it totally takes a village to... Mm-hmm. To, to do anything, honestly, mm-hmm. even like having a kid, it's not, it's even if it's a mom doing all the work, it's like, who do they contact in the middle of the night when they're up at 2am nursing a kid? Mm-hmm. They got to contact somebody right. and it's probably another mom, which is mm-hmm. wonderful about the new mom school that we connect moms to each other around the same birth age. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Well, when was the moment that you felt that you broke into your, your industry or role? Uh, gosh. Um, well, I like where I'm at now, to be honest. I like, I enjoy, I'm very grateful for where I am right now, but I feel like there's so much to be done. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, o- I, <laughs> I'm only 31 and I feel like, like I'm almost just at the beginning of, 
what my career could be, mm-hmm. especially now that my daughter's older. So, you know, there's, it, I feel like ever since kind of having her, I've been very, it's, it's all very transitional. So like, because I had my daughter, I ended up going back to work for like three or four months and it just didn't work out. I hate commuting, not being with her. And so I ended up quitting my job, taking on clients uh, to manage your social media channels. And then I also started working with the new mom school. And so that has all been very helpful in terms of keeping my mind fresh and staying relevant Mm -hmm. on things, as well as just maintaining a job for my sanity. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you know, like now that I have more time on my hands, I could do so much more. And now that she's getting older, I can go back to work if I want to, or mm-hmm. like go back into an office full time or do whatever. I feel like the options are endless mm-hmm. as far as that. So in terms of breaking into any role, I just, I guess I would have to pinpoint it to the point of having her mm-hmm. kind of set me on a new path and I'm as challenging as, as as it has been for four years. It's kind of really fun that the possibilities are kind of endless. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And also, like, I wonder if that pressure to, like, figure out what you can do that fits with your lifestyle and how to, like, thrive, <laughs> if that pressure has helped you to, like, I want to say rocket into this career like it was super fast, but I know like it's taken time. But um, I think sometimes it's good to have some like external forces to make us figure out what we like to do or like what we're good at. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, and the other part too, because I realize as I say this, I feel very privileged to be able to kind of explore different avenues. And that's not always the case for other moms, like Mm -hmm. some moms, they have to go to work. And luckily, like my husband, Mm -hmm. Josh, he has been so supportive. I mean, we lived with my parents for a year, so we could save up and eventually move to Washington. And then we ended up renting from renting a house with friends for almost two years. And now we bought. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there were all these things where it wasn't always just I mean, living the life, like living the dream life of a mom, a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. But so there were a lot of sacrifices and, but I still am very lucky to have had the opportunity to do or kind of be where I am. Yeah. So along the way, on your journey, did you have a mentor and are you a mentor to others? Do I have a mentor? I would say probably the owner of the new mom school has been just played a huge part in, in everything. I, I don't know if I'd say she was a mentor, but she probably is. I mean, if I really had to think about it, uh, she's, she has her stuff down and, and she's also learning as she's a business owner herself. And so I would say her, like she, in her own way, uh, mentors me. And then I, I have a, as far as me being a mentor to others. So yeah, I have a group of, a, a small group of macaroni kid publishers that I have a, a secret Facebook group with that oh. we just, we, we 
kind of motivate each other and push mm -hmm. each other through our stuff, whatever it may be that's challenging, whether it's home life or work life, mm -hmm. or new campaigns that we want to do, or new projects, new events, whatever it is we want to do. And I feel like I'm probably the one <laughs> who's most positive, okay. unfortunately, oh. you know, just like, <laughs> I mean, it's, I, to me, I just, I, I'm such like a, I'm such a, I am so the optimist of this little um, macaroni kid publisher group that I have. And it's, I, you know, throw ideas around and try to get everyone motivated and in the frame of mind because mm -hmm. it's hard to be on your lonely island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so and that's where I come in. Yeah. Count on me to make things positive. Yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of not so positive things, what was your, what was your biggest career obstacle so far slash shittiest moment? So I kind of got the dream, uh, not a really the dream job, but I got, I landed a position that I'm like, how did I even get this? So I went from being a an executive assistant to a marketing manager for a health insurance general agency. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did this even happen? Like I went from assisting this guy who was just so brilliant to kind of being the person behind uh, the scenes of this general agency to bring the money in basically and to help get the message out. So it was, that was a dream job kind of in the sense of I'm breaking into marketing the way mm -hmm. I've always wanted to. But then I had my daughter and <clears throat> I tried to work out a schedule that would allow me to work and be a mom. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was I was like, well, can I work every other day? And they were just like, come in every other week. Like, is that even possible? What? So basically, I would, I could, that, that, how am I supposed to get anything done? So I would come in every other week. And basically, for the entire week, I was really just catching up on emails that come Friday, I was starting to push initiatives through. And so I was like, I, I felt like I was being pushed out. Because I'm like that. That doesn't that doesn't work for anyone. I'm not making anyone happy if I'm right. coming in every other week. Yeah. So that was probably the crappiest moment of, as well as the actually a joyous moment of making the decision to leave my job, and then be home with my daughter. Mm -hmm. But that was pretty crappy. Yeah. You know, because I never thought that I would quit my job to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah. That was never the cards. Gotcha. Well, opposite of that, um, what was your biggest opportunity slash best moment? And it happened right after my crappy, okay. <laughs> no, right? Uh -huh. I wouldn't have also been able to quit my job if I wasn't able to work for the new mom school because mm -hmm. I wanted to still be able to do that. And uh, the owner had never really hired anyone. And I, I, yeah, she took me on and we've been able to grow massively because she's able to do her high level thinking and I'm able to kind of control uh, what's behind the scenes and on the ground. Mm -hmm. So now she has a, another studio and she's reached about 3000 moms and wow. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's growing. So, mm -hmm. you know, in the four years, 
the things we've been able to accomplish together has been awesome. So she, so, so when you joined the new mom school, she was just a one woman show. Yeah, she, I think she had someone who was helping with scheduling experts mm-hmm. to come into the classes, but yeah, she was a one woman show. She was teaching all yeah. the classes and doing everything. Oh so gosh. it was for her to let go of the rain was, I know a big thing for her, but what she saw in me was herself. Mm. And it was because I sent her a spreadsheet. <laughs> I sent her a spreadsheet. <laughs> we were trying to organize the next set of classes for the group I was currently in. And, mm. you know, there were some moms who were like, I'm returning to work. I can't do a Tuesday, but, you know, I can do. It was like days were all over the place. And so I was like, okay, everyone's answers are all over the place. Who's going to organize this? So I put everyone's answers in a spreadsheet. Who was a no? Who was a maybe? What their availability was. Mm-hmm. And I sent her the spreadsheet. And she was like, you are a godsend. Like you are exactly who I am. And so, you know, I just, we got to talking and then we tried it out. And then now here we are almost four years later. Mm-hmm. That's still working together. Yeah. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah. it's... The, the nerd in me was like sitting yeah. up late at night, putting together a spreadsheet. Yeah. And what's crazy is it's almost like you got to do kind of ballsy things or things that make you uncomfortable. I mean, it didn't make me uncomfortable handling, sending her a spreadsheet, <laughs> but you know, it's just kind of like, just got to do whatever you do. And mm-hmm. if it means following up on something and if that makes you uncomfortable, like I would never go into, you know, like follow up about something like that. But yeah. sometimes you've got to, in order to get to the next yeah. step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, on this show, I also like to highlight what I call hidden talents. So things that are significant to our lives that we might not add to our resumes or are necessarily work-related. So, Katrina, (laughs) I just want to share a quick story on how we became friends (laughs) that I just thought of. So Katrina and I met because we were both working at this company in Orange County, this like student travel company. And, you know, Orange County at the time, like 10 years ago, and it probably still is a little bit, but um, it was, it's a very conservative place. (laughs) So we were in the office. You know, and we were in Yorba Linda, which I think probably is still very conservative. Right. And so I don't remember what we started talking about, but we both discovered that we are very not super radical but radical in orange county feminists (laughs) so that was like the topic that we discussed the most we gave some of the dudes in the office a lot of shit for for being lame but it was so fun to have like a comrade (laughs) yeah a lot of vagina talk yeah (laughs) yeah i know actually that is you know, now that you think about it, and I completely forget about that. And I remember, like, I had to find an internship, I think, for my women's studies class. And I, I think you were the first person I told, because I was so excited. Like, I got an internship at Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was just the coolest. Mm-hmm. I just, I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was all, like, grassroots sort of stuff I had to do. And that was so fun. And then um, speaking of Planned Parenthood, and then like a few years later, I think I just had um, my daughter and they sent me an invite to one of their like fundraising talks. And I was like, oh my 
gosh. So yeah, it was the coolest ever because I got to see Gloria Steinem. I just got to see her talk and I just died. I literally died. And they were like, oh, you know, you can wait in line, take pictures with her. And so I just, I stood in line and I remember I like, I bought a book and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have her sign it and we're going to take pictures together. And I was my turn. And I don't even remember what I said to her, but she just bust up laughing. And then there was like a professional like picture happening. And so there's a picture of me smiling, like really nicely looking at the camera. And there's a picture of her looking at me laughing hysterically. (laughs) It was the best. And I wish I knew what I said. Because, yeah, I'm like, I just, that was like a one in a million moment. And I think I just totally like blacked out because I'm like, you are a goddess. You are a literal goddess. And I don't think I said anything like that to make her cry, to make her cry, to make her laugh. But I was probably crying inside. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) That's great. Well, I didn't want to like monopolize your hidden talent time. So are there any other hidden talents that you want to talk about? Oh my gosh, my hidden talent. I wish I had a hidden You know, I'm sure I have a hidden talent. So I, I guess I would have to dig for it, right? Yeah. It's um, even, is it hidden even to yourself? It, yeah, it is. It's so hidden. It's so hidden. Um, you, you know, this is not necessarily a talent, but, you know, my sister compliments me on this all the time. And it's, she says to me, how you are so good at keeping in touch with your friends. Mm -hmm. and it's important to me. Like I have friends that I still keep in touch with from grade school and and even from my old jobs at international student volunteers, you know, (laughs) like, like yeah. And like, you know, everyone moves away and kind of goes on to their own thing. And I, Mm -hmm. it's important to me when they pop in my head to call them or shoot them a message and Mm -hmm. let them know that I still value them. So, you know, I don't, that's not necessarily a hidden talent, but it's, it's just, I think it, it's just how much I love people. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> um, and as a recipient of that, I, I appreciate that talent. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's really hard. I mean, it's really hard, you know, to, especially someone as busy as you to like find time to do that. And it, you know, it doesn't take a lot of time to just send a quick text, but it does, it not everyone is good at that. So yeah, I think that would count as (laughs) one of your talents for sure. Well, we have a couple listener questions for you. So the first one is what businesses are most in demand with parents right now? I'd say that the business is most in demand honestly, or anything that can simplify your life. (laughs) So whether that is like a a nanny service, Mm. a diaper service, like something to help you schedule things easier. Um, I actually came across a business that helps and they actually, they have, so they're based in Seattle and they have a a hold in, in San Francisco as well. But they bring together camps and after-school programs Mm. into one platform so parents can search based on location, uh, time availability, et cetera. Wow. And you just, everything comes up. 
it's so it's so cool anyways hopefully i can partner we're actually in talks about partnering for an event but yeah it's it's something anything honestly to simplify your life yeah which makes sense because right now like in the last like five years or so like all of the new startups have been about you know, laundry service, like even for like, I just think of like tech bros, like laundry service, food service, like, like things that like help automate your life. Like the, what did those, like the Amazon prime buttons so you could reorder things, which I remember when I saw that, I thought it was an April fool's joke. (laughs) I was like, this is not a real thing, but it is. (laughs) So that makes sense. And you know there was actually another business that I got an email from and they, they, you know, there's, I don't know if you know this, but there's like buy and sell groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. but, or yes, buy and sell groups on Facebook. And this one kind of brings it to a whole nother level. Like I, God, they kind of curate items okay. for you and, um, they're, to read love them to someone, you know, to mm. someone who will just like, need these gently used clothes or shoes or whatever it is mm-hmm. and so anyways it's just like this is so crazy like th- this is even a thing yeah. but if it would simplify someone's life like it, it may just do really well mm-hmm. that's such a good idea too because like with um from what I know because of my niece like kids especially in like the first couple of years go through clothes so fast And so it's, like, they wear that stuff, and then I know my sister usually, like, gives it to friends who have had babies, or she donates it, but it would be great if there was, like, a service where you could buy, like, a package of stuff, like a kit with, like, six-month-old clothing that's, like, used, but maybe, like, cleaned. Maybe we should start a business. Totally. And that's kind of like the crazy thing too with like having a kid is you totally have a different perspective on things mm-hmm. than you probably ever had. And honestly, oh, just before I get into that, mm-hmm. like being an auntie is the best. Yeah. It is the absolute best. <laughs> that's what I was before mom. And I'm telling you that it is the absolute best. Mm-hmm. So love that, that part of it because yeah. even, even I still look at my niece my oldest niece and I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> you know, and I look at <laughs> I look at Kate and I'm like, Oh, you give me a headache. I love you, but you give me a headache. You know? At least with my niece, like I can love her and then hand her off. Yeah. When I think she's, you know, being a little too much for me. Uh-huh. But there was there's always something magical about the first kid. Yeah. Anyway. For sure. But yeah, you just the new perspectives of of everything, like if in of being a, a parent, and you just realize, oh, this can be made more efficient, or mm-hmm. God, that would make a great business, yeah. a great business idea. So mm-hmm. it's you know, and I guess the same could be said for anything that you do. It's a lot, kind of just allowing that perspective to to allow some creativity in your life. Yeah, and if it makes your life easier, then it probably will make someone else's life easier. Yeah, definitely. Hence, like, most of the ideas on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Except for the one that was about, like, gift wrapping or something. <laughs> I was like, who's going to buy that nonsense? Yeah. Oh, it was like a gift wrapping bag. And it was, like, to wrap boxes. And I'm like, is that so much easier, oh honestly? 
It's like you put them in a bag and you wrap them. It's just, it's stupid. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but memorable, obviously. Yes. All right. Well, the second question that we have is, so if you, if you weren't a marketer, what other types of work would you be interested in? Well, there was a point where I realized I, where I realized when you're 18 and someone asks you what you want to do with your life, it's the silliest question Mm -hmm. to ever ask someone whose brain isn't even fully developed. And so there was, (laughs) right. Like Mm -hmm. it's not even fully developed until you're 25. Right. Like there was a point in my twenties where I'm like, what am I, what am I doing with my life? What do I do? Like, what do I love? And I was like, oh yeah, at some point in my life, everyone in my family knew that I loved photography. Like they thought I was going to be a photographer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. I used to walk around with a Polaroid in my bag, yeah. like an actual Polaroid camera in my bag. Yeah. If I, you know, I actually have a reminder on my phone for every Sunday to, to practice taking pictures. And honestly, I haven't done it all year. I think I did once. And that was, it was like part of my resolution. It was like every Sunday, at least like take your nice camera out and shoot. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done it. Um, so that's probably one thing that I would do. I would also love to start a nonprofit. I loved nonprofit work when we worked at where we worked together. Yeah. And honestly, that's, that's like another thing is like, I would love to do something that would help other people mm-hmm. in that capacity. I can't figure out exactly what it is, but there's something calling me actually right now for women business owners. Like for some reason, it keeps on popping up in my head, mm-hmm. like to, to put together this, I don't know, this group for women. Mm-hmm. And a part of it has to do with where I'm at in my life. And yeah. as mom, as a mom and as a technically I'm a business owner with macaroni kid like a sort of like a franchise and so I like I want to just bring all these women together for something and I can't exactly put my finger on it Mm -hmm. and that's another like transitional piece to my life right now and I'm like I don't know what what it is but if I just kind of continue on the journey I'm sure something will just formulate yeah but something's stirring definitely Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. We'll see what what happens a year from this interview. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully it doesn't end up like my practice photography every Sunday thing and only happens once. <laughs> but I did bring it up because I, I, yeah, I did bring it up with a business coach I follow. And I was like, I just have this urge to start, I don't know, this, this summit or something for women in business, mm-hmm. especially moms in business. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hit me up after the new year. This sounds perfect, you know? Oh. So yeah, there's, there's, there's something. Yeah. And I just can't wait to find out what it is. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I know. And you know, like, I think I told you at some point too, mm-hmm. I was like, I really want to start a co-working space that has childcare. Yeah. And so I was really excited when the wing in New York city had it. And I was like, great, yeah. then I don't have to do it. And plus I don't have the funds to open a floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what, what, what everyone could do if they had money at their disposal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping that someone will, will do it. 
Yeah. Because I don't have that kind of money. For sure. <laughs> well, one of the questions I like to ask every guest is, what are you looking forward to this week? I am looking forward to two things. Not working. because <laughs> <laughs> Not working. Uh-huh. One. Because, number two, it's Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm flying down to California on Christmas morning to see and my sister and her kiddos. And I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And the funniest part is, so last year in Washington, we had a white Christmas. Um, it snowed on Christmas Eve and we woke up and it was just like white Whoa. everywhere. And so my daughter said to me, like, we're going to go to California and it's going to be snowing there. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think she understands that it's summer in, in Southern California 24 yeah. 7 <laughs> well it depends on the part where I'm going it's gonna be really cold <laughs> right exactly yeah but it's fun nonetheless mm-hmm. right. <laughs> um It'll it'll be a nice change of pace I guess maybe for you guys because it's it's is it snowing there now no, actually, I feel like our fall slash winter has been mild. Oh, like no. the fact that I'm walking around in a t-shirt mm-hmm. is unlike. It's just so not like me. I'm usually like hoodie and a robe mm-hmm. and multiple socks. You know. Yeah. It's you know houses are bigger in Washington, and so the heat, like you just don't turn your heat on as high, and plus it's so cold, so mm-hmm. you just don't want to spend that kind of money on yeah heating your place global warming <laughs> no i'm just thinking about global warming and how it's like murdering the planet exactly so we just kind of all just you know people i don't we don't actually have a we have our fireplace isn't really functioning in that way mm-hmm. but we know a lot of people that have you know light their fires and mm-hmm. stuff so what we do is you know we bundle up and we just yeah. freeze until it's springtime <laughs> That works too. Um, so Katrina, is there anything that you would like to plug or any resources you would like to share? I would love to plug something. <laughs> well, for I would say for moms in Orange County, look up the newmomschool.com. Um, it's just it was it saved my life and so many moms will say that. Honestly, I I just wanted to be around other moms. And it gave me that. And so that was really nice to have the educational piece too and to have a friend late at night mm-hmm. to text. So definitely look up the new mom school. And then if you're also a parent, look up a local macaroni kid. It's, there's likely one in your area. And, and if you're looking for fun things to do or local businesses to support, like absolutely support small business. You know, like mm-hmm. money, the way it gets funneled if, once it's a small business, like it just supports your community. Mm-hmm. So look at Macaroni Kid, look up one in your area. Sweet. Awesome. Well, Katrina, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, to learn more about Katrina and other topics we've covered on the episode, head over to our website, brilliantbabespodcast.com, where you can also listen to previous episodes, check out our event calendar, and get the recipes for the dishes we make for each episode. Today's recipe was vegan pozole. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and stay tuned for episodes every other Tuesday. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.